This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That is how you can take control here. Because it's an open phones discussion about whatever you want it to be about. You can literally bring up anything that might happen to be on your mind. And, of course, uh, Ian, uh, my name is Ian, and Mark. <laughs> that, that's too. me. <laughs> We're Very here good. to take your calls about anything uh, that you want. Uh, once again, 855-450-FREE, as uh, we will be jumping into a discussion here that has to do with the holiday that is coming up in this upcoming week. And I figured important. it's important to talk about this uh, tonight. Mark, you proposed this before the show started uh that's kind of how we do show prep around here you know there's stuff in the news we talked about the healthcare thing last night right sure Uh, i don't know how much we can rehash that well the obamacare ruling will it cause uh, Mitt romney to be swept in the white house you know i mean that's what i care that's what everybody's talking about on the radio i mean you just can't you know this last week you couldn't turn it on thursday or friday Mitt romney would never support something like obamacare oh wait (laughs) oops he actually created something pretty much identical in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's right. They're so different. Obama and Romney. So different. Well, Obama's so different than Bush. So, but no, not really. Not really. Uh, so, yeah, I got really, I mean, what else do you say about the, the health care thing? Uh, Same crap different guy the in Supreme the Court right? has, uh, you know, basically, basically it's just a big reminder to you that they own you and they're going to tell you what to do and you're going to do it. Right, because otherwise they might hurt you. They might put you in a cage or steal some extra money from you or something like that. I mean, what's new here? Is there? Is why are people surprised? Have they just not been paying attention? People in calling themselves the state for your entire adult and childhood life have been telling you what to do and how much to give them. This all of a sudden makes it different. All of a sudden now it's a problem. You know, if, if there are people- right, Bush had the largest expansion of socialized health care in this country during his tenure. The largest expansion of government intrusion into medicine was done during the Bush administration. So what's the big deal of Obama doing it? Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You know, people they're not consistent in in what they say. But maybe there are some people out there Mark who have decided this is it. Maybe it's just that this was the last straw. Maybe they they kind of felt things were wrong. Something was very wrong with this country and then now this is this proves it. See, the, this proves this is proven that the state owns us and uh, we've got to do something about it. Well, I have to wonder, are you going to keep uh saying the pledge of allegiance? Are you, you know, do you think that there's something that w- that's possible to save here? Do you think that, you know, there's some sort of reason to remain allied with the U.S. federal government? Is there some sort of benefit that you get from, uh, you know, from I that really allegiance? Like, I really like red, white, and blue and eagles. Good for you. And that's about it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they could take a they could take a big concrete saw to Washington, D.C. and set it adrift out into the Potomac and uh, out into the Atlantic Ocean. I don't think that the you know the rest of the united states needs the united states federal government i just don't think it's useful um you know for our position in the world you know what i've, I've but i do inter- like the eagles and the colors you know just on the healthcare thing i've been i've seen some pictures on facebook you know the quick meme the memes with the block white lettering that goes over yeah, top sure. of uh, various different photos. Pictures, yeah. I like the ones of the the liberals that say like uh, like the Michael Moore the the, the hippie chick uh, where the the text says something to the effect of 
thinks healthcare companies are corporate, you know, thinks healthcare corporations are corrupt and opposes them, but supports them uh, being forced to, you know, essentially you have your to, business. Yeah, the, the, right now, everybody's forced uh, at the penalty of, what, $2,000 by 2016, I think it is? Uh, every family's $2,000. Is that the amount? That's the fine that families will have to pay. If they don't. If they don't have. Health and, and health insurance will probably cost around $3,000. At least mm-hmm. that's about what uh, a family would get for catastrophic type health, health insurance now. So, you know, I mean, it's just... It's right. just I mean, more this, business for healthcare companies. Yeah, absolutely. This is guaranteed business now for these healthcare insurance, insurance companies. companies. Yeah. And as we discussed last night, it's likely going to end up with more consolidation of the industry and down the line probably a total takeover by the federal government. So for uh, the 4th of July, what I was kind of wondering is, is you know, it. I, I've been on a journey in my life from um, being, you know, Essentially, the the tried and true Republican that Rush Limbaugh told me I ought to be to really, really, really questioning the motives uh, behind government, uh, you know, federal, state and otherwise. And one of the things that came as a real surprise to me was some information about from Rex Curry about the, um, the the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance. Who knows who put this thing together? Because everybody knows that Francis Scott Key wrote the, uh, the the Star Spangled Banner, you know, War of eighteen twelve from a ship out in the harbor. I don't even think he was uh, American, if I remember correctly. Um, anyway, who knows who wrote the Pledge of Allegiance? I do. Yeah, you do, but nobody else does. It's a guy named Francis Bellamy, mm. and he wrote it in the late eighteen hundreds. He was a flag salesman. Well, and which, a socialist. and a, Well, a national socialist, not yeah. just a regular socialist. Well, but he the, called himself a Christian socialist, I think. Uh, you know, it, but the kind, of, the kind of socialism he's talking about is a very fascistic socialism. Mm-hmm. The same kind of socialism that the National Socialist Party in Germany, uh, of, of whom Hitler was a member, uh, the leader of that party, uh, became the leader of that party. And I'll, I'll admit, he changed the dynamics of that party to some extent in that country, but it certainly had this fascistic flavor to it, uh, even beforehand and so this is essentially a fascist prayer to a graven image you know the the pledge the the pledge of allegiance there is no other country that has a pledge of allegiance there are these like they have national anthems though yeah they have national anthems certainly yes but they don't have kids stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance Are every you morning 100% in class. sure there's nothing like Just, that anywhere in the world? I've heard that there's like a citizenship pledge in Australia, but they don't use it. Hmm. If anybody knows better on this, Please they're, correct they're, yeah, they're welcome yeah. to call in. 855-450-FREE. To find out otherwise. Certainly I was only raised in one country, and that country is the United States. But, you know, uh, even in Canada, there's a there's a comic troupe in Canada that uh, did a bit on the, um, the the Pledge of Allegiance. And it's it's very telling what other countries might think about the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, uh, yeah, the comedy troupe that you're talking about is the whitest kids, you know, as they call themselves. And uh, it's kind of a fun little bit. I'll go ahead and play that here for you. Country in the whole world. All the other countries suck, and this country 
good, kids. Now come and get your riddle in. Good stuff from uh, the whitest kids you know, and really just spot on. I, I mean, think it's prescient as it could possibly yeah. be. I mean, it's just really insightful um, as to what it. I mean, you know, I mean, what what is brainwashing except having people repeat the same thing chanting. over and over? Again? I mean, you look at uh, <laughs> all you have to do is look at what cults do, and chanting is a very yeah, common. I aspect. believe that this is this certainly was, if it isn't today, one of the best nations on the planet, and certainly you know one of the best places to do commerce on the planet. I'm not going to say that I don't believe that because I certainly do believe that. But, you know, and I like the stability of the United States government in that way. It, it, it facilitates doing business and those kind of things. But, you know, if it's so great, and I think it is great, what do you need to do this kind of thing for? What's the purpose of the the the, the national anthem playing, uh, you know, the repeating of the Pledge of Allegiance and having the kids? It's brainwashing, clearly. And if you actually you, – what you should do is go and type in Bellamy Salute into Wikipedia, and it'll come up with something that will really creep you out. Because not only was Francis Bellamy, the author of the Pledge of Allegiance, a socialist and a Nazi – but he also had a little salute that he went along that uh, he programmed in with his uh, with the pledge, and yeah. that is essentially the fascist salute. It's the, the same salute Roman they were salute. using uh, for Hitler, essentially. I mean, it's very, very close. Right, but Bellamy uh, used it first, and it, you can see American pictures of American school kids doing this to the flag. To the yeah. flag. Eight five five four fifty free. It's free talk live. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit don'ttreadonmeme.com. Browse their unique Silver Dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on meme.com. Talk live, you can bring up what you want. It's the live Saturday edition of the program at 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there. Uh, once again, that's freetalklive.com. And here with you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. Speaking of features, we've got a mobile site. So for those of you with a smartphone, if you would like to tune into our live streams, you can go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. That's m.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll find links to our broadband, midband, and dial-up streams, as well as the software that you'll need for your phone to tune in. So head over to m.freetalklive.com. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings over there. Uh, mine On the back of my car, I uh, have one that says, uh, Obama's fired more cruise missiles than all other Peace Prize winners combined. And, you know, I like that one. You can go find the one that works for you at LibertyStickers.com. They, uh, they sell stickers in bulk if you've got a retail store. They also will make custom stickers for you if you've got a church, band, or business that you need stickers for. It's Did LibertyStickers.com. You know, I found out they make static clings too, Mark, and mm. I'm actually getting some uh, quotes on those right now from so, Liberty Stickers. Do they stick to the car? Uh, the static cling, I believe they stick to the window. Window's best. Yeah. I see. Because some people don't like bumper stickers. So. I, indeed. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, there you go. LibertyStickers.com. Get it done for sure. 855-450-FREE. We go to you and your thoughts. We've been talking about the uh, Pledge of Allegiance and how creepy and uh, basically brainwashing it is. And, of course, all of this in light uh, of— I've been asking questions. I mean, you, you, you've been making the positive statements. My... It's, it's, it's clearly brainwashing. I mean, you chant, you know, chanting over something over and over again is a tried and true brainwashing technique utilized I know, by cults around the world. Do we need this? I mean, is it something other than brainwashing? And do we need this? Since other nations don't have it, you know, what? why? Why? one 450 You can also bring up anything that you want. Bill is listening to KMED out in Oregon in Medford. Hey, Bill. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight? I'll tell you what. That last piece that you guys uh, ran about them little kids, there was a whole bunch of words in there. It scared me. That was not to pledge allegiance. You're right. Look. So wait, the, the, that was a joke. I, I'm 60. Well, what was scary about it still that to you? Scared me. Why well, was it, it scary? Like Nazi Germany in 1935, 1936. You're saying the the pledge that we played, the joke from the wh- whitest kids you know, that sounds like Nazi well, Germany. I'm sorry. I just walked in when you started playing. Uh, that thing right there, and I listened to it, and I'll tell you what, it scared me. It was satire. It, I don't think it was intended to scare you. It was intended to uh, to play off of what the actual pledge is, which is really scary if you actually look at the words of it. Well, I went in the Marine Corps in 1965, and I spent 40 years in the Marine Corps. I'm sorry time. to hear that. I mean, this ain't the same country. Hmm. I didn't fight for this country to be this way. How's it changed? But well, the thing is, you know, I didn't hear anything about the fact you all said that was satire. The thing is, I heard that, and i tell you what, I remember, you know, I'm first generation that came from Bulgaria. My folks were over there fighting the Nazis, and they told me about this kind of stuff. And what I heard, it scared me. Bill, thanks for your call and your thoughts tonight. I appreciate it. Let's uh, go to Mike listening in New Mexico, and you're listening to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Mike listening in New Mexico. Maybe he's in a bad cell. Mike going once. Mike in New Mexico going twice. Hang on. We're going to put you on hold. Maybe he's going to come back to a better cell. Let's try Bill listening in Hampton, Virginia to WNIS out of Norfolk. Hey, Bill. Yeah, I'm calling about the Obama law. Um, and people, you know, people are talking about it and all this stuff. And the thing is, the reason why Judge Roberts said it was a tax is because this is what would have to be said it was a law. Is the federal government would have to take each individual to court, which would cost probably hundreds of thousands lining up the federal courthouse to hear their cases heard, and that would make the federal judges furious too. But other federal, by the time they got through with all these tax cases. They wouldn't have time to hear the other cases. Why That's would the, why I'm sorry, I just missed, I missed an important point. Why would they be taking people to court over this tax thing, this uh, health care? If, if they didn't pay it. But they'd have to pay it because it's part of their income tax. It's just going to get wrapped in. No, 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 no. What I said was the reason why Judge Roberts said it was a tax was instead of a law, it's the regular law, not a tax, is because the federal courts, I mean the federal attorneys would have to take each individual to court for not paying it. That's right. why they made it. Tax but it's going to be collected by the IRS, and it's going to be collected by the IRS through their forms. So it's just going to be all wrapped up into your uh, your IRS form. So in order to not pay this tax, you're going to have to not file a tax return. 
that, that's right. Well, see, here's the thing. How many people don't file tax returns? I don't. Well, um, actually, tens of millions of people don't file tax returns, but they don't go after them. What about you, Bill? Do you pay t- uh, federal what? income tax? Do I? Uh, no. Good for you. That's the great. Why, I, I, well, here's the reason why. I get a refund back every year. Oh, but you file the forms. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry to hear I mean, that. I, I file them, but, but the thing is, is, is that, you know, people should not have to be forced to get, I mean, if people want to really find out what this law is all about, if they should go on the internet and find some four or five people living in Canada and ask them how their medical is. And They'll tell you. It's terrible. Some like it, some don't. Um, You know, I mean, I think that it's obvious that uh, people that have chronic conditions like um, heart disease and stuff like that tend to come down here for operations from Canada. Well, younger people tend to like the Canadian healthcare system because they don't get sick very often. But older people who have actually had experience with it, I I think, tend to not really care for the Canadian healthcare system. And I agree with your concerns that that's where things are going here. But Who benefits from it? Well, the healthcare industry at this point, the uh, the that's insurance right. companies will will benefit. Right. Here's the thing: is you need to go to Washington D.C. and look at Obama's hands. He's got so much grease from uh, these health industry people, the companies donating the money to his party, and that's one of the. And he's he's giving them a payback. You know, it's, it's not really. I don't think it's going to end up being a payback. I mean, in the long run, I think that it's going. These healthcare insurance companies are going to either have to be bailed out, or they're going to go out of business, and then the federal government will take it over entirely. Because so, that's, I think, the long term plan here. I'm not going. I'm not going. I don't want you to tell me how old you are, but I want you to go to Blue Cross Blue Shield website. Okay, on that website, type in that you're 65 years old. And you look and see how much money today you're going to pay for insurance. Oh, but the amount that I have to pay now is ridiculous. I have a family, and you know, once you, sorry, if you have two X chromosomes, you just cost a lot more. And you're paying, and you're paying for also for the illegals that are uh, out here using the system. Who, who the, the the people out here, the fourteen, fifteen year old girls out here spitting out babies, we're paying for that. Well, I, I don't think that that's going to change in any way, shape, or form, though. I mean. You know, if you're talking about a charity situation where hospitals give charity, you know, there's still going to be people who who can't afford insurance at all. You're going to be you're talking about, you know, whether it's a socialized system, single payer, you know, in all circumstances, somebody's going to be paying for these. things. Hey, Bill, what's it going okay. to take to get you to stop filing taxes? What? What's it uh, going to take to get you to stop filing taxes? Give me a, give me a, send me a dollar. <laughs> Send you a dollar? And I won't pay taxes, and I won't foul them. That's All serious. right, Bill, you got a deal. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE, SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up absolutely anything that you want here. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You can comment on the healthcare thing or on how you feel about the Pledge of Allegiance. More on the way here, 855-450-FREE. Why do you need that thing? If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Porcupine Realtor. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealtor.com This 
is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves at 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the features that are there for you. We've got the webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact because the chat room's built into the same page as the cam. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to do those things and do them for free, of course. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? Man Venture Outpost is the place to go to get the very best prices on the name brands when it comes to any kind of uh, gear that an outdoors enthusiast might need. Um, I was just over there recently checking out uh, knives, and you know they really do have the the best name brands and the best rates. I was comparison shopping on one website versus another, and the discount um, at Man Venture was probably about seven percent um, from one to the other. So you can go to manventureoutpost.com, get the best rates, and when you use coupon code FTL, that's FTLs and Free Talk Live, you'll get an additional 5% off. It's manventureoutpost.com, coupon code FTL. All right, our toll-free number again is 855-450-FREE. Uh, we started out the show with a discussion regarding uh, the upcoming Independence Day holiday, or as most people call it, the 4th of July, which of course makes sense because, well, nobody's really independent in this country anymore. So why bother celebrating what you don't have, which would be independence? Uh, because as long as you're jumping through whatever hoops the government people put up in front of you, you fill out their forms, you do what they tell you, you pay them what they tell you to pay, uh, to tell you to pay them, you're not independent. You are somebody who is a, sur- a surf basically, for the state. and uh, You know, I've been looking more and more at this terminology, surf, and I was the one who pushed really hard for using it on the show. You don't like it now? I don't think I do. A surf is a person who's tied to the land. They okay. can choose to... You pretty much are, unless you get master's permission to leave. Well, you you can leave. A surf, surfs actually could pick up and move a passport. I if can't they leave. wanted to. Um, understood. Okay, so a passport is not is something that uh, that other countries would demand for you. No, The, the United States government isn't going to prevent you from traveling abroad if it will prevent you from giving up your citizenship, you have to give it money in order to give up your citizenship, the same way that uh, slaves in olden times often would buy their freedom. But, you know, if you live in a different country, you're a United States citizen living in a different country and making money in a different country, every other nation in the world except for North Korea will allow you to basically make, uh, you know, make money abroad and they won't tax you for it. You mm. only have to pay taxes for the money you make inside of their given landmass, yeah. except the United States and North Korea. The United States claims any, you know, the, whatever percentage of your income above $80,000 if you live outside of the country. Now, tell me, I mean, because people will tell you you have to pay taxes in order to do this, that, and the other thing. But if I, you know, there are people with dual citizenship that have been, uh, you know, for whatever accident of birth uh, are United States citizens. They probably aren't paying the taxes and don't know that they are supposed to pay the taxes. How could you? But the United, but the IRS has gone after them in certain circumstances, oftentimes in Canada. Um, you know, how can you claim that the United States is doing right now? People will claim I have you have to pay taxes because the United States is doing something the for roads. you. The roads, the roads, the military. military. You know, whatever it is that they'll claim. If I'm living in Japan, as a friend yeah. of mine does, and has to pay a great deal of money. And if he wants to get a, give up his United States citizenship, he will never be able to come back in the country, and he'll have to give up one half of his net worth. Tell me that this isn't actual slavery. Okay, so now you're going back to I just the don't term know what slave? else to say. 
I wish somebody would come up with a better term. Citizen is the best term, but people define it differently. Citizen is the new term for slave. Let's go to you and your thoughts. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. But one of the questions we'd asked earlier was, why, what is, what's the purpose of this uh, Pledge of Allegiance? What, why does anybody need it? One eight five five. Was that your question before? Yeah. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. The answer is clear to me. It's brainwashing, and the state needs it so people won't question the state. Uh, people won't question the paradigm in which they live. I want people to critically think about this question, about the Pledge of Allegiance. They want, want them to know the facts of where the Pledge of Allegiance came from, what it's about, and then I want them to help me critically think about it. I want to know. Dave's on the line here uh, listening to KGOE out on the West Coast in Humboldt, California. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's on your mind, I man. personally no longer feel at all appropriate to stand for or to salute the Pledge of Allegiance. I think that we're being asked to swear our allegiance to um, what now I see as a government that is made up of sociopaths. They stole the government, they rig elections, and they now, I think people call me a conspiracy theorist, but I, I believe this government we have gets us into wars across the world because it's profitable. Absolutely. Martin and Allie Burton. And when did it change that. for you, Dave? I mean, you said you no longer feel comfortable reciting the pledge. When did that happen? Oh, you know, I've stood and sometimes wondered if I should, but it's only been, I'd say, in the last couple of years that I now will sit, even mm-hmm. if I'm in a room full of people. Thank you for that. I consider that heroic. It never happens to me anymore. I mean, I can't. The the last time I was in a room where people said the Pledge of Allegiance had to have been seven or eight years ago. Really? What about the town meetings that your uh, your town has? They don't do it there. I don't think so. Interesting. It's it's only like half a dozen people. I know they do it at the uh, city council meetings here in Keene. I've seen it happen there. Okay. We had several people stay seated for it too, which is always nice. But I think that's great, Dave. Uh, What kind of responses are you getting from people when you uh, stay seated? The few people say to me later, I wish I hadn't thought it out and sat with you. Really? I, I, I would. I, I don't hardly. I don't think I've ever had anybody say you were wrong to have done that. Interesting. See, I've heard stories of people at baseball games. This is when uh, they play the, uh, the, the Star Spangled Banner and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Jehovah's Witnesses, Mennonites, Quakers. Amish, several other uh, religions choose not to stand. Um, there are plenty of people who choose not to stand, dissenters and that kind of thing. I remember actually a World War II vet. I've heard a story about a World War II vet. A friend of mine is a chaplain at a hospital, and he kept throwing the flag on the ground because he felt that that flag was a war banner, and many of his uh, friends had died for nothing for it. Mm. Um, now, you know, <laughs> it's a strong stand, and it's not one that I'm, I'm taking, but um, – you know, this is different people will choose not to stand for different reasons. And I've heard of people being threatened with their lives. I bet. Dave, any other thoughts? Yeah, I believe if I felt that our government was acting in a noble, honorable manner and out really trying to do good in the world, I would want to stand proud and say, I'm happy to be a part of that. But I don't feel that at all now. I feel... Our government is in the hands of hardcore criminals. Well, I thank you, Dave. I I appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the thoughts at 855-450-FREE. The only point on which I would disagree is that I think the government's always been in the hands of criminals. Uh, It's just that 
we mo- we probably know yep. a little bit more about their activities today due to the uh, spread of information thanks to the internet. It's just more it's more easy to come across uh, information about corruption and that sort of thing. Major General Smedley Butler, who wrote "War Is a Racket," he was uh, post was in the early part of the 20th century. Yeah, right? po- he was a post World War One um, g- general, and uh, he actually won. Two medals of honor, and would have, and was basically eligible for a third. But at the time, they weren't giving it to officers; they were only giving it to enlisted men. So all the enlisted men whom he led in this uh, small um, raid or whatever it was got the um, the medal of honor. He didn't. So basically, a three time medal of honor winner, very one of the very few um, that uh, you know can can make claims like this. Claim that. You know, he was really just fighting wars for Standard Oil. Um, he was making making places safe for you know, and he would name off the uh, um, you know the, the big the big companies of the time. He said at that time that it was all just about you know war profiteering. Yeah, nothing's really changed. Let's go to Mike. We're going to try Mike one more time here. I had a bad connection before. Mike, are you with us in New Mexico? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know what I'm paying for sometime with the cellular business, but every time I think I know what I want to talk about, somebody else is talking about stuff, and I got five other things. But this is what I called about mostly right. tonight. Uh, last night I was in Oklahoma City at a truck stop getting something to eat at McDonald's, and um, they had on the tray liner, you know, those papers that they put on the tray that they yeah. serve your food on. Sure. Well, this is some kind of uh, this is some kind of um, police state uh, conditioning aimed at kids. I found, and I mm-hmm. thought you might be interested. But, it says, uh, just one sentence real quick, it says, uh, through Labor Day, area police departments in Oklahoma City and Tulsa State communities will be handing out tickets to bicyclists who they see wearing helmets. And then in parentheses, it says, the tickets are coupons good for prizes. Oh, geez. I hate this stuff. If you want to hang on, tell me more, uh, Mike. Hang on. We can bring you back here in a moment. one 855 free Sometimes the cops will do this, like, positive pullover thing. More, more on the way. It's Free Talk Live. It's not easy for an unknown person to get noticed in this busy world. Hello, I'm Brad Ryder. I'm a songwriter, and I have a couple of albums, one with a country sound and one that's Christian-inspired. I'd like to invite you to visit my Facebook page, facebook.com slash downbearmusic. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. My name's Brad Ryder, and my music is at facebook.com slash downbearmusic. And thanks for noticing. Free Talk Live at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features that are there, and we give them all to you. Now, if you like the fact that freetalklive.com is free, and you can download years' worth of archives absolutely free, then maybe you want to voluntarily support the show. One of the ways you can do that is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal, or you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Amp.freetalklive.com is a way for you to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations. We've got over 100 stations coast to coast, and we could have two, three, four hundred, five hundred. I mean, we could have a whole lot more, uh, but it takes money to get the word out to stations. I, I call stations during the daytime hours during the week to try to introduce them to Free Talk Live, and there's still plenty of Plenty of guys I'll call up, talk to the first time, talk to the program director, and they've never heard of Free Talk Ooh. Live. 
Yeah, they have no idea. I mean, we've got 100 stations. We're not the biggest show in the industry. By no means. We're certainly not the smallest either. And uh, so it does take some money, and the AMP program can help us with that. Please go to amp.freetalklive.com, and you'll get perks too, like uh, access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only podcast, and AMP-only forum. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Mike is back with us, listening on the road in New Mexico to XM's Extreme Talk. Now, Mike, you said you were at a McDonald's uh, recently, and you saw a notice on the little uh, tray mat thing that they have that uh, basically let you know that uh, bicyclists, look out, you might get pulled over by the police soon, but it'll be a good thing because they're going to give you a coupon. Is that pretty much what uh, what you saw? Yeah, it wasn't just a little line either. It was a full page, and there was uh, two-thirds of the paper was a picture of a, a friendly police officer with a group of multicultural kids standing around, all smiling, looking up at admir- admiringly at the officer with his wow. ticket book. And it- I, just, I just thought to myself, if, if people can't see what's going on, they're just they're just not paying attention, or they're making a conscious effort not and this to was realize like, what's happening. This was something that McDonald's had partnered with them on. Like there was a McDonald's logo on it, I presume. And th- th- are they giving out McDonald's coupons, or like how how is it working? Do you know? Well, it's 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 an actual McDonald's tray liner. The uh, sponsors on the bottom are the uh, department store Coles, uh, the Oklahoma City Police Department, McDonald's, of course, and two different TV news stations, um, Channel Six and Channel Nine. That's what it says on the bottom. So. And so they are going to give – is it anybody a coupon or just kids? kids uh, people on bicycles, right? Kids on bicycles? Yeah. Anybody on a bicycle that's wearing their helmet will be stopped by the police and given a ticket. And then it, it explains in parentheses what the ticket actually is. So what do you – Coupons for prizes. What do you see this as uh, – You know, before we talk about it, what do you see this as a problem as? Uh, I guess, you know, I guess that maybe it wouldn't be a problem to most people. I just don't like it because, uh, you know, it's it's gotten to a point in our our culture and our society that nothing good ever comes out of an encounter with a police officer. I mean, unless they pull you from a, a car that's flipped over on the highway or something like this. Well, Anytime, I mean, nine out of ten contacts I've had with the police, they were trying to figure out a way to uh, extort money from me or arrest me. I mean, yes. that's what their job is, you know? Well, I've, I've had them... I've had them help me, but it was at the cost of somebody else. I mean, for instance, a guy had burglarized uh, my storage unit one time, and you know, the, I, I I caught the guy, and they you know they, they they arrived on the scene and they basically had him give my, give me my stuff back, and you know, if they hadn't been there, he probably wouldn't have been as compliant as he was. So they were helpful to me in that circumstance. But this other guy, you know, he was in he was in bad bad shape. Interestingly. They didn't do anything to him after really? he got all the I got all my stuff back. Well, they must not have seen it as a profitable measure for them. Then I don't know. Case, couldn't get any money out of them. But you know, this is the most disturbing part. I think that you make a good point, Mike. That this is to some extent training young people to accept the police state and to look at the, uh, officers as their friends. And of course, we all know. Well, I, that- I, I wonder, you know, how many questions. You know, hey, hey, Johnny, where'd you get that black eye from? Does your daddy beat you? I mean, you know, is sure. this an What's opportunity to come along with the pullover? You is this mean? an opportunity to talk to people? You know, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? I, I just wonder. You, well, cops love to ask questions. So, yeah, I think it's very likely that they would do more than just hand you uh, this coupon when they're doing these pullovers. I think that's probably true. Uh, so I think on one hand, you're right that it is uh, definitely training for young people to get them used to being pulled over by the police and uh, used to respecting them as an authority and all that. I think that's one aspect of it. The other thing that I really find offensive about it is the idea that, oh, it's just great. The cops are going to pull you over and you're going to get a coupon from 
them as though as though you don't have anything better to do with your day than get a coupon from the cops. I don't know about you, but when I'm on my bicycle, because uh, that's what we're talking about here, but they've done this in cars, too. They pull oh, people yeah. over in cars and, like, giving right. them some stupid If you don't nonsense. want the coupon... You still have to pull over. I mean, this is right. a this is a situation where if you decide, you know, I don't, I've got better things to do than this pullover, you, then you, you can't go They're on your run way. You off the road. Anybody else who wants to talk to you in your car, you have the option of pulling over, and you don't. Police officers, not quite the same option. Yeah, so there's no option there. But you know, because if you decide to continue going, they're going to assume you're some kind of criminal. <laughs> I'm going somewhere when I'm on my bike. Sometimes I'll ride my bike just for fun, and I'll be you know going through the park or whatever. But even then, I'm still wanting to enjoy my day unmolested. I I, I don't want to be stopped by a man with a badge and a gun. I don't care what it is that uh, that it, he has for me. It's it's absolutely aggressive act what these police are doing even if after the fact they're just giving you a coupon so that's one of the most offensive parts about it is that they're just they know they can just pull people over for whatever reason they want and now essentially they're giving you corporate sponsored messages i mean really you're 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 gonna pull me over you're gonna use your your gun and your power to pull me over and hand me a mcdonald's coupon Exactly, and what you guys just said is the thing that makes it uh, makes my stomach turn is that you don't. If an officer were to, I don't know how he would initiate the stop, but if it's something such as he's going to turn his lights on or make the siren yelp or whatever, um, you're exactly right. I don't have a choice not to stop. So now I have to stop for the cop, even if I'm minding my own business. Yep. Anytime a police officer initiates contact with you, it is for one of two things: to either cite you. Or arrest you. And now we're going to have to stop for him even when we're not doing anything wrong. And it's just ridiculous. Great call tonight, Mike. I the really citation is an arrest. Thank you. I, but, I, but you know what he means. I know. Like I know. I just want to make it clear. Hey, Mike, go Ian, ahead. there was one other thing. Do yes. I have a time to ask you about one other thing? Quickly. Go ahead. Okay, look. I've been seeing at the, all the pilot and flying J truck stops. They're all building natural gas fueling stations hmm. uh, for the for trucks. And it's the one in Oklahoma City I was at last night is almost completed. So I think we're going to be seeing some kind of shift from fossil fuels pretty soon, and it's going to be initiated with uh, semi-trucks. Interesting. Thanks for the call and sharing hey. that. Appreciate Hi. your input, as always, Mike. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Let's go to Erod listening in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Erod. Yeah, hi. Hey, that last call was an excellent segue to what I want to talk to. Uh, Mark, at the uh, end of your regular uh, weekly podcast, you do a uh, interview series, yeah. and um, I think it was on the 28th, maybe the 29th. You had one with, uh, I believe his name was Norman Greer. W- William uh, Norman Grigg. William Norman Grigg, I'm sorry, yes. And uh, I believe, my opinion, that was one of the best ones you've uh, you've done yet. Well, it's it's but not me. me. It's William Norman Grigg. I mean, that guy's just an incredible. Uh, like he could, he doesn't need me to be great. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and and I recommend highly that people listen to uh, you know to that interview. They but, can go uh, to freetalklive.com. They can get it there. I think it's on. Like you said, uh, I think it's Thursday um, evening, maybe for, Wednesday right, evening. Right. But anyway, that led me to, um, you know, to my call, um, you know, last night, um, having a conversation with someone concerning police. And anyway, it, you know, it just brought back something that that happened to me. And in the last call, I was talking about pullovers. And I just like to, this is what, you know, it brought up a lot of emotions that I've had inside me, which I've been trying to hold down for years. And, you know, I just want to just briefly um, just go over what happened to me, um, well, probably about five years ago. You know, I'm in my car, you know came from a ball game from, you know, my daughter was in, 
and my, and my entire family, my wife was driving, my son's in the front, is, is in the passenger seat, I'm in the back seat with my daughter, you know. So, you know, it's the evening time, and then we, we come up to, well, uh, here's a checkpoint, you know, license and insurance and registration, you know. So, you know, we stop, you know, and, um, you know, lights are everywhere, the blue lights are everywhere. Um, you know, my son is, you know, you know, you know, fiddling around the glove compartment trying to find the, uh, you know, the registration, the, you know, all the insurance information. He doesn't know what it looks like. I mean, he's young. And uh, so I'm in the back seat. You know, we're just cutting up good old, you know, just having a good old time with my family, you know. And then, you know, my daughter starts to say, oh, daddy, 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 oh, we're going to go to jail, we're going to go to jail, you know. And she was getting a little annoying, you know. And so at that point, I said, sweetie, please. At that moment, my window was cracked halfway. The policeman yelled in the window, Shut up! You don't talk to her like that! And I just about lost it. Mm. I'm, I was about to let this guy have a piece of my mind, you know, when I looked my son, my teenage son, turned around and looked at me, and I had to put my head down and bite my tongue. because all I could do, you know, not to say anything. Because, you see, you have this young punk, you know, amped up, steroid-filled cop yelling at me, terrorizing my entire family. You never know my what daughter. that guy's going to do next. I think you probably made the right choice. you got to kind of keep your head down in certain circumstances. And also, try to record the stuff, too. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. C-Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're doing a live Saturday edition of this program. You can join us on the phones at 855-450-FREE. The phones are loaded right now, so patience. We will get you on the air if you are on hold, and you can talk about anything you want. Though, for those of you just tuning in, in the last hour, we did uh, focus a little bit on the Pledge of Allegiance. And, uh, Mark, your question was, why do, why do we need this thing? Isn't it, isn't it just brainwashing? Pro-state pro-fascist, socialist brainwashing? So that was one of the questions you could answer. You could also bring up anything you want. We've had comments on health care and the police state as well. 855-450-FREE. In fact, we left off with Erod listening in Georgia, and you were telling us about uh, I'm glad you stuck on the line here, Erod, because I, I feel like we didn't get your story out completely. You'd been, uh, you had a police encounter with a family in the car. You made a statement to your daughter, which sounded relatively uh, reasonable. You didn't sound like you were out of control or anything like that, but the officer lost his cool and snapped at you. Right, and you know, anybody who's had kids knows that sometimes if they don't feel heard, they'll repeat the same thing over and over and over again. When you feel like you've heard it, there's just nothing to say to it. And then it's like, ah, I've heard it nine times. That's enough. Thank you. Exactly. And that's all it was. It wasn't an aggression. I love my daughter. I never harm her. But it was just really a case of this, uh, this, uh, this policeman trying to start something and, you know, and, and, and I speak to those who always, this is like the conversation I had last night, you know, people say, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, 
you know, uh, you shouldn't have to worry about it. Well, you know, I remind you, there's the, here, here's the point of the whole story, is that, remember, I was in total compliance of the law. In other words, I wasn't speeding. I was within the lines. They pulled me over. I didn't ask to go through your checkpoint, you know. They're the ones who stopped me, okay? Mm-hmm. And then... And, and then, you know, and, and th- then they go off like this. I mean, what would they have me do? Tell me. I want someone to tell me, oh, you know, I, if I did something wrong. Oh, maybe I know what I didn't do. Maybe I didn't have my biweekly family meetings where I take my dining room chairs, place them in my, uh, in, in my living room, fashion them in the form of automobile seating, and get my stopwatch out and have weekly drills so hopefully my response time can be something acceptable to these people, you know. Or maybe I should have had my papers and effects and clear plastic uh, uh, envelopes around our necks so when these people stop me, I can immediately have these things to show them. But no, you just have these cops who are just totally out of control, who just, who just want to start something. Absolutely. And they terrorized my family. My 12-year-old daughter was crying. Mm. So thank you, cops. Now you have my 16-year-old son at that time and my 12-year-old daughter. Now they know that, you know what? They've seen their father. They know dad's a good man. He takes care of us. He plays with us. He gives us things. Cops bad. Cops scream. My wife jumped up. I mean, the whole car was terrorized. And you know what? I had to feel like less than a man because if any other man right. would, would, would terrorize my family, oh, I'd be up in your face. Absolutely. But, no, but in this case, you cop. couldn't do anything about it. And I, I like no. how you said he was trying to instigate you because it's not just in this case where this happens, but also a lot of times home raids police will shoot a cat or, or shoot a dog sure. uh, and the intention there is to get a rise out of you so exactly. you'll jump at them and then they'll have the opportunity to beat the living crap out of you or possibly exactly. shoot you to death exactly uh, exactly when you push people push back so like i said any other man i would be up in their face but with a cop Shut up, boy, and just take it. And that's what I did. And I, and, and you know, and I feel like less than a man because I, I did it because I don't want my son to get killed. Well, you did the right I really thing. Don't. I mean, I get, yeah, you know, I get the frustration, and I, I totally understand. And Erod, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing okay. from you tonight. But I think you did the right thing in that case because at least you got to go home with your family. I mean, had you jumped well, at the cop, and you know, then maybe he would have beaten you to death or whatever. Humility, then, uh, if you can, if you can learn um, its value, is its own reward. But I do think that many times our public servants uh, have found that it's uh, you know it, it's okay for them and even in some cases uh, you know they're, they're taught to do this is to uh, you know make the situation worse to uh, you know accelerate whatever is going on there I had a situation where I had an expired driver's license I had two of them um, you know one was a temporary one and I thought oh this will be great to get on the plane with I, I can leave my good driver's license in the car right where I need it and I'll just use this one for you know whatever I need to, my, if I have to buy some beer in the store or if I'm going someplace so I kept it in my wallet I didn't realize that you know, an expired driver's license is going to be a problem for getting on a plane. I wasn't going to drive the plane. So, um, yeah, they, they wanted to super screen me and do all this, you know, pat down stuff. And this was a few years ago. And I, I said I would prefer not to have you put your hands on me. And I was surrounded by like nine law enforcement officers and a dog. And one of the law enforcement officers, a Londonderry police officer, thought the best way to handle this problem was to move into my personal space and say, you got a problem? I mean, really, 
rather than dealing with a citizen in a way that, you know, attempting to expedite the situation, find out what the issue is, you know, find what the matter is, perhaps these fine TSA agents have made a mistake. No, no, none of that. Just, hey, you've got a problem as if I'm, you know, I mean, I've heard this from bullies That's on the playground. Say. It sounds like a schoolyard bully to me. Let's go to Benjamin listening in Charleston, South Carolina to WSCFM. Hey, Benjamin, what's on your mind? Hey, how are you doing? I just had a uh, comment regarding your uh, statement about the Pledge of Allegiance. Sure. Yes, sir. Um, well, I agree that uh, I don't think you should have to say it for the government. When I think of saying the Pledge of Allegiance, one nation under God, it helps me remember that what America's supposed to be, not what we are. I know our government sucks too big, but when I say the pledge, it helps me remember what it can be if we stand together as one people, you know, irregardless of the government. You know, the American people is what defines the country. Well, you know, I wonder about this, uh, you know, the statements of the people. I understand what you're saying, and this is, um, you know, this is a concept that that people will often talk about, but it does say, I pledge allegiance to the flag and uh, to the republic for which it stands. And the republic is the government, right? Well, in a republic, it, it should... Ideally, of course, it's not in this country because I, I think our government's oppressive. But ideally, a republic is of the people for the people. Um, Abraham Lincoln said that. Uh, yeah, you know, there's yeah. lots of there's lots of platitudes. He was also a killer. <laughs> there are lots yeah, well, of. Yeah, I, I'm a civil war reactor. I'm no fan of Lincoln. I, I assure you. Yeah, <laughs> there are lots of platitudes that surround the government, no doubt, because the government wouldn't have any power if it didn't claim to be of the people. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I'm absolutely proud of the American people, but I'm also kind of proud of, you know, the, the people that make up America, which all came from all different other places. I'm proud right. of people that work hard and people that, uh, you know, put uh, principle before their own personal gain. You know, these are the people I'm proud of. And I'm not sure that that's represented by its by our government. I'm reasonably certain it's not represented by our government. And I'm not even certain it's represented by all the people. Well, I completely agree with you. And can I make one comment? Sure, go right ahead. Um, I, I agree that there are a lot of cops uh, that are not doing their job. But, I mean, my grandfather was a cop, and he did a lot of – he stopped a lot of pedophiles and, and um, child abusers. I mean, granted, police can abuse their power, but I would uh, make sure you don't generalize all of them. Cause some of them do give their life in, in defending you know, people from you know, very dangerous people. Um, the d- not very often though. the giving the giving of your life uh, situation oftentimes you know understand that the police police officer is oftentimes doesn't even reach the top ten uh, most dangerous jobs in America. If you want to find the most dangerous jobs in America, look at long haul truckers, look at uh, fishermen. Isn't garbage man more dangerous? Uh, uh, you know, there's there's uh, you know you could look at the top ten list, and I mean you know if you eat fish, thank them for their service because I've never heard anybody. I hear people thanking soldiers, and I he- hear people thanking cops and i'm a firefighter i hear people even thanking firefighters and people have walked up to me and thanked me as if i've ever done you know i mean anything that that's amazing i generally direct traffic we thank people for every service we get (laughs) right well i understand but i always wonder why is it that we're busy thanking the people in uniforms the people that work for governments it's i would just just ask yourself what, what would a state be like without police and just try to imagine that well, oh, it sounds I, wonderful. My, I think that my town's have... without police. Do you expect it to be, um, you know, a terrible anarchy? Well, if there was large scale absence of police officers, I do believe so. You, you, I just you said zero there are right zero right police in my town. There's no well, police what, what station. Part of the do you live in? No cop. What country do I live in? What country <laughs> do you think uh, I live in? What part of the what part of the country? Oh, I live in New England. Okay, New England. Uh, I mean, 
there's some parts of my town where I would not venture without there being a police presence in Charleston. I'll I mean, tell you, there are most, just about all is. parts of my my town that no criminal would venture without getting put, put holes and put in them. Hey, Benjamin, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate your Thank thoughts. You. I believe five, it's five. free citizens, uh, you know, that protect me uh, right. in my town. I don't want to see having no protection services, but I do want to yeah, see... We need protection. I want to see the end of the monopoly on policing services. I want to have a competitive open market in protection services. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. MindThings.com is a fun online game that pits you against people around the world to mine for scarce resources. Do business in a capitalist economy with virtually mined gold tax-free. You could be a trader doing business between cities, a pirate lying in wait for hapless traders, a guard capturing pirates, or one of nine other professions. It doesn't require a big-time commitment. Your mining robots work whether you're logged in or not. It costs nothing to play, but you can buy bonuses. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MindThings.com. Use coupon code FTL. Double your mining speed. It's free. MindThings.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free here in the live Saturday edition, 1-855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, head over to freetalklive.com, get interactive there, and enjoy the uh, the features that we give to you. Uh, features like archives. If you would like, you can download years worth of Free Talk Live. They're all there for you. You can just click and enjoy over at freetalklive.com. In fact, uh, you can also uh, drop into our SoundCloud page and then use SoundCloud's sharing option to easily share Free Talk Live archive, uh, whichever one you like. You know, Share it on your Facebook, Twitter, you know, your blog site, wherever it is you want. They have different options for different social networking uh, sites over through their share button over at uh, the SoundCloud page, which you can reach by going to freetalklive.com. Look over on the left-hand side under Listen and Share, and you'll find our SoundCloud link right there. It's all free. If I told you that, that there was a new currency out there that would that would allow you to send and receive payments anywhere in the world with no fees through the Internet, that it was mathematically impossible for it to be counterfeited or inflated, it was mathematically impossible for anyone, including governments or banking organizations, to block you from sending or receiving payments. It was mathematically impossible for anyone to freeze your account. It's impossible for anyone to interfere with your account in any way. And if you're careful about it, that is completely anonymous, just like cash is. I mean, uh, this currency, there is one, and this currency is called bitcoins. It's um, 100% completely in your control. It's your own money. And you can go find out more about Bitcoins at weusecoins.org. It's a great site. Um, it's a, you know, I think that Bitcoins... Do it. It's yeah, great. I think Bitcoins are going to change the internet and consequently change the world. It's already I th- starting. Yeah, they're the biggest invention since the internet. Mm. Yeah, I think that you can make that claim. I, I, th- I really That's do. It's a big claim. It's a big, big claim. And I think that you can make it because money is so critical. I mean, what was it? Rothschild, I think. Baron von Rothschild I said something like, uh, you know, I, I care, care not. not about the governments of the world. Give me control of the money and I shall rule the planet yeah. or something like that. Well, now the money, the control it's of the a money. Better, I have a better quote than he does. Now the control of the money is being taken out of the hands of the international banksters. It's being taken out of the hands of the international governments of the world. And it has been placed in your hands if you choose it. I mean, you have to go and actually get some bitcoins. Of course, bitinstant.com makes that easy. Yes, that's right. You can go and uh, take 
uh, cash to what seven hundred thousand locations across the U.S. and Brazil, I believe. Brazil Canada. and and the uh, Soviet or the Russia. Oh, was it Russia, not Canada? Okay, uh, but they're adding more countries to that. Surely, too. there's got to be Canada on this list too. I'll have to check into check Canada. in with uh, with the Bit Instant guys. But you actually had asked the Bit Instant guys about getting money out of or getting cash out of Bitcoin. Yep, and, and you can you can do it uh, without fees, yeah. without having a bank account, without having a bank account. That's right. I'm sorry. So yeah, so you don't there need to have fees. any account in the banking system at all to interact with and change money into and from bitcoins go to bitinstant.com to learn more 855-450-FREE to your phone calls and your thoughts let's go to josh listening in lincoln nebraska you're on free talk live hey josh hey um i was talking or i wanted to talk about the pledge of allegiance yes sir uh in nebraska they're trying to make it all the school board of education is trying to make it a law to say the pledge of allegiance Right now, they just, you know, do it. Just do but it. They're yeah. actually trying to set aside time, make it a law to do it. And I think that's pretty ridiculous. Would there be some sort of punishment laws, right? for the school children who did not participate? <laughs> Uh, I have no idea about that. Probably that sounds cra- crazy talk. Uh, if they were to, to, to go know. ahead and do that, go that far, but you Wouldn't know, this is one of those. Me. This is one of those sort of feel good laws that are so common out there. Let's make milk the the state drink. You know that kind of thing. Well, let's set aside one minute every day for children <laughs> to say the pledge of allegiance. Well, they all stand up, and that's good exercise. Standing's good. Standing you, know, <laughs> you know, and they'll say this. You know, six lines of uh, script, and then they'll sit down and they'll do what they're told. It's awesome. I was talking to this guy the other day, and he brought this up. I guess some some guy in Lincoln is, you know, trying to, uh, you know, make this not a lie. And uh, he was like, this guy wants to take the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools. And he was making this big deal about it. And I don't know. I just thought it was pretty ridiculous. that well, it, It's, it's it, an it, easy thing to do. Yeah, and he doesn't under, yeah, he doesn't understand that. It, it doesn't have to be a law for people to do it. He's not trying to take it out of schools. He's just, you know, tired of laws. That's that's the way I, I say feel. take it out of schools. Uh, but thank you, Josh, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing yeah. from you. Eight five five four fifty free. Take this is it out. one of those layups for people to be sort of involved politically. Nobody's going to get on your case for saying, "I love the flag. It's awesome." I give me give that flag a big hug. You know, I mean, nobody's going to say, "Well, you know, you, I disagree with you." Nobody's going to say that because this is truly the easy thing to do. Because it's it, it, most people don't consider it worth the trouble, and I don't. Frankly, care if you want to say it, stand up and you know put your hand over your heart and close your eyes and stand on one leg and you know say little prayers to uh, you know piece of, piece of cloth. Go right ahead. I Just don't, don't care. force my kids. Yeah, to do I, it. well, my you can't force my kid to do it. My kid's homeschooled. That's um, a good you know. point. I mean, obviously, I think that uh, pulling your kids out of government schools is the best thing that can happen. But otherwise, I would absolutely support some sort of motion to uh, remove the pledge from these schools. It's just brainwashing, and it uh, you know brings young people uh, into this idea that the state is wonderful and that uh, it's wor- something to be worshipped. And well, the, the, it's creepy. They're pledging allegiance to it. Allege is a king, mm. and uh, you know. To me, I think that allegiance is, uh, you know, to a republic is, you know, just doesn't really make any sense at all. I mean, a republic is supposed to reflect the uh, the, the wants and desires of the people. But, uh, you know, and then for the people to pledge their allegiance to it as though they put their wants and desires away upon, I, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Dakota is on the line listening to Myrtle Beach's WRNN. Hey, Dakota. 
Hey, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Hey, I was calling about the uh, the uh, guy that was in the service for 40 years, and uh, and I respect all the servicemen out there. But what they're fighting for, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's like a, a cult. It's well, they're fighting by, for politicians. They're fighting for the whims right. of politicians. They're putting them out there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and but I don't. Don't you think there's some responsibility? I'm with you. It's it's um, politically inexpedient to say, well, the soldiers or people who are taking money in order to follow the will of uh, politicians. Of the who, man that's sitting here in in the White House, that was. It's just not right. Yeah, I mean, if if politicians are liars and thieves, then they are. If they are, I mean, many people will tell right. you that this is true. Then Lennon write a song about it, I imagine. Mm, yes. <laughs> and and then I wonder who are the people that follow their their will for check for paychecks. I mean, I, I'm I like look. You're I, absolutely right. I was thinking about going into the military when so I was, was a young I. man too. I'm not gonna. I I do. I am as guilty as the rest of the people out there. But I just well, I'm Native wonder. American. I would never follow none of them rules. Well, I'm partially Native, Native American myself. Yeah, I smartened up before I uh, ended up. I did. I did not come close to joining the military, but I did consider it for a little while. And when you're young and you don't know anything, uh, then it seems like a you know seems like a possibility. They've got money; uh, they'll pay you, and you, you know it's a, it's a guaranteed job. And sounds like a better place to work than a burger joint, right? Well, that's, that's what you're taught. That's what you're taught by taught. Oh, absolutely. People need to do their research. No doubt about it, and that's why I think counter-recruiting is so important. Dakota, I don't know if you have more. You're welcome to hang on if you had another comment on something else. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. It's important to get information that counters what the military is indoctrinating young people with into their hands so they can make an informed choice. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Whatever you want, take control of the airwaves. The number for you, 855-450-FREE. It's toll-free. It's a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that we give to you there. So head over to freetalklive.com, get interactive in various different ways, including the, uh, the you can go sign up for news updates. Go to news.freetalklive.com, and you can follow us via email, Twitter, or Facebook, whichever method is best for you. Choose your preference. It's all free. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's news.freetalklive.com. Hey, if you're like me, and liberty is important to you, that is, the freedom to live your life how you want, so long as you don't harm anybody else, and you're willing to stand up for the liberties of other people, even those with whom you may not necessarily agree, you need to get together with other people like you, people that think 
in the same way, people that believe in the ideas and the principles of liberty. Because sadly, there aren't enough of us. There really the aren't. There really aren't. Uh, and there aren't. Not only are there not enough people who believe in the principles of liberty, there certainly aren't enough people who are willing to do something about it. So we need to get the people together who are willing to do something and to to work towards more liberty in our lifetime. You can be a part of the Free State Project. There are over a thousand people already here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. People who, like you and I, Mark, have picked up our lives. We're originally from Florida. We made the move back in 2006. There are new people moving every single year, every month. Uh, they're coming up to New Hampshire, moving into various different parts, whether it's uh, Keene, where we live, or uh, the seacoast, uh, perhaps Concord, the capital, state capital, Manchester, the big city. Uh, there's lots of different places. Of course, plenty of little places out in the woods, too, for those of you who like to get away from it all. Uh, but there's all kinds of opportunities to do activism here because there are already people with their boots on the ground, getting their feet wet. They're doing the activism that it's going to take to uh, to see changes. We already saw some big changes just this week in New Hampshire with the approval of the jury nullification bill uh, that was signed into law by the governor, who normally is not that great. Uh, but in this case, he did the right thing. And There's also that. a very important school uh, choice bill that went through that allows uh, businesses to redirect their property tax money towards uh, other educational sources. So not just you know something beyond charter schools and uh, you know the school choices you see them in other states. This is a whole new step. Right. In the direction of school choice. And then it was, uh, what, was it early this year or late last year that they cut the budget? They actually cut the New Hampshire state budget? By How more than other? 11%. How many and other this, states that are doesn't doing mean, that? That doesn't mean the projected budget of this year, you know, where it's upgraded from last year. Well, we cut 11% off of the amount we expected to increase the budget by. No, no. If you look at last year and this year, it it's was lower. cut, yes, 11% lower. Yeah. Now, sadly, that only cuts it back to 2006 levels. And I'd like but to how many see- other places is that happening? No, no, so, you know, you get the people together who are willing to take action and you get results. And there are over 12,000 people that have signed up for the Free State Project. Excuse me, I keep saying that. It's not true. Nearly 12,000 people. You have to correct me on that, Mark, if I, if I yep, say sorry that about wrong that. again. Uh, nearly 12,000 people have signed up for this thing. We want to reach 20,000. So we've got a little ways to go. And if you love liberty, you owe it to yourself to go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. Actually, we've got uh, somebody on the line here. You can call in about anything you want coming up. A Third grader's been strip searched. Why? We'll explain it. Uh, but first, Rebecca is calling from Dublin, nearby Dublin, New Hampshire, listening to WKBK. Hey, Rebecca. Hi, how are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, a couple of things. I was driving into Keene this morning, and there was a bus on the right-hand side of me that had a lot of decals and pictures all over it. And I was trying to remember the name. It is called Phoenix Liberty or Phoenix Freedom have you heard anything about that? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about MARV. It's the Mobile Authority Resistance Vehicle. And I think you were probably seeing one of the many advertisers on MARV, which would be Freedom's Phoenix. Oh, Freedom's Phoenix. Yes, that was it. Um, also, um, I also uh, homeschooled my child when he was um, younger and was going to join the military when I was, oh, I don't know, probably about 25. And I'm completely aware that the the military is totally out of control. But I was just wondering what your take on is, in a perfect world, what kind of military we would have. 
Great question. Mark, do you want to field that? Because I've got an <laughs> you idea. Know, I, think, I think that it's uh, difficult to say um, really what this, this perfect world would uh, look like. But I think that, you know, for one, it would probably be focused far more on defense than on offense. Um, right. you know, one thing that I think is interesting is they have the technology for ballistic cannons to shoot 500 miles. And they probably, if they felt like it, they could do more than that. Intercontinental ballistic missiles can be taken down by, um, you know, a, what would essentially be a big shot gun and uh you know you would be you'd have the whole threat of nuclear weapons destroyed by you know putting up you know some you know a certain amount of these things it wouldn't take very many when you're talking about 500 mile radiuses but you know you'd probably want one every 100 miles or so so i would think that that could be probably be maintained by militias and, and that kind of thing just concerned citizens i know in the town that i live in there are you know a dozen guys to maybe two two dozen guys, people i should say there's more than there's some women involved that are you know care enough to be involved in the local fire department why wouldn't people care mm-hmm. care enough to be in right involved in local militias it wouldn't take much to have this kind of uh, defense you know certainly the you know once you figure out how to create a shield somebody figures out how to create a sword but this is i mean what people's biggest fear in the world is right now is intercontinental ballistic missiles and eh, you know it's one way to to uh, handle that. Okay, so that's Mark's answer, and I, here's mine. Uh, I think that you know the perfect world would be one in which we're not forced at the threat of violence to support things that we don't agree with. So, for instance, if we're actually free people, and we're not, but someday when we actually are, we'll have the freedom to say no to things uh, that we disagree with. So, for instance, I want to say no to the the U.S. military in its current form. In fact, I have no interest in having a centralized. Uh, force like that. I think that centralization, I think it's been shown over decades and decades, if not hundreds of years, that centralization fails. Uh, you know, whether it's the Soviet military or the U.S. military, central planning fails. And so if you want to defend yourself effectively, then having a decentralized method of doing that makes a whole lot more sense. Mark's, uh, what you're describing there is essentially a decentralized method. There wouldn't, what you're saying, Mark, wouldn't be, you know, commanded by some general who's deciding everything from need some kind of integrated computer system to track intercontinental ballistic missiles but they you know the internet isn't commanded by anyone but it's very integrated well i mean look at bitcoin there's an open source uh, example of something that's very very effective and very very useful that doesn't have any central control whatsoever so what i'd like to see is uh, people being able to come up with whatever solutions the marketplace would come up with whatever it is that people are demanding as far as protection services are concerned i trust that the market is going to come up and supply those services so maybe people do want this missile protection like mark is saying uh and they're willing to pay for it then great they're going to be able to have that or maybe they don't want something that's that radical maybe there's an area in which people just feel like uh peace is more appropriate and they don't need a bunch of armaments around to make themselves feel good uh so maybe they would you know they would just go ahead and take their own risk and not have that sort of protection but perhaps each household would want to have, uh, you know, they, they would get to decide whether or not they wanted to have firearms uh, to defend themselves. Right. Whatever it is that doesn't involve violence being initiated against somebody to support something. So as long as I have the freedom to opt out, as long as I have the freedom to say no, I don't want to support that, I really don't care what kind of protection systems uh, are put in place. It doesn't bother me so long as I'm not being attacked by them. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. It's, it, it makes it even seem more so far gone bases all over the world and not being told exactly why we're going places and the amount of money the amount of resources the amount of lies the amount of um, people that don't care because they need to work you know they have a certain amount of time and um, 
they get lied to to get pumped up to be number one. Bringing all of that back home for defense would just be amazing. It would be a different country. It yeah, would be if you world. if you had defense, um, and this is something I'd like to point out is you know a lot of people feel fear feel a lot of fear. And they rightfully mm-hmm. should. I mean, you know, in, uh, uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago or whatever it is, some people felt strongly enough about uh, United States foreign policy. If you read their manifestos, this is what they say about the United States foreign policies and the, and the countries to whom the United States government chooses to give taxpayer dollars, that they were willing to kill themselves, suicide themselves into buildings and kill more than 3,000 Americans. No wonder people feel fear. But the reason they feel fear is because of the foreign policy. So then the foreign policy gets more aggressive, so they feel more fear. Hey, you won't feel fear. There'll be no reason to attack if the United States just minded its own business. It's really difficult to get people when you're talking to them to see that other side of it. Rebecca, great questions tonight. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. More coming up. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. We're here to take your calls about whatever's on your mind at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Head over to shop.freetalklive.com. And you'll find links there to different Amazons for different countries. There's Amazon US, of course, and Amazon Canada, as well as Amazon UK. And you click into the right Amazon for you, order whatever it is you want, have it delivered to your door, get a great deal, free super saver shipping, and you help Free Talk Live at the same time. Last month, actually, last April was really good for us uh, with Amazon. So thanks to everybody who um, kind of the, the payments trail by a couple months. So April's the latest numbers we've got. Thanks to everybody who shops through shop.freetalklive.com. It's a great way for you to get the stuff you're looking for. That you're going to buy anyway. Uh, you're going to get a great deal, and Free Talk Live gets a portion of Amazon's profits. So really, it's win-win for everybody. That's shop.freetalklive.com. You know, I think that uh, our last uh, caller had a really good question about, you know, what's the ideal picture of a military? What should it look like in this country if you could have your way and then, you know, snap your fingers? And my and way is human rights. Uh, my way is the belief that people have rights, that uh, the belief that, that liberty is the best choice for people. That And liberty to me means that people are able to do what they want so long as they don't harm other individuals. And, uh, you know, uh, the, this the military question, when you're talking about cops, courts, roads, um, these, you know, the military, these are the really sort of integral issues that the monolithic state has. Now, I'm never going to sit here and say that humans don't need government. I think they do. But I think that um, when, when I say government, what I mean is an organization that keeps you safe. And I absolutely think there are protection services needed. I think that there are people out there that would harm you, would steal from you, and some of those people don't work for the government. But doesn't that contradict what you said earlier tonight, and that is that your town has no protection uh, from the police? 
what? You have what, no police. What's in your the town. Con- what's the contradiction? Well, you said that people need protection services. Well, you obviously don't because you guys are able to protect yourselves. Well, for one, there's a there's a baseline level of protection in that if you uh, do get your house burglarized where I live, um, you know, you know, when you're talking about just homes, the more stuff you have, the more likely you are to get robbed, right? Okay. Um, so, you know, you're going to need more levels of protection in that circumstance. When you get up to a certain level, that's when you need, you know, that's when you're going to need somebody coming by to keep an eye on the mm-hmm. place and that kind of thing. That's why people hire well, bodyguards. surely there are people with a lot of stuff in their homes in the town in which you live. Sure. And you, Do they have private security? Eh, you know, it's, it's an unpretentious place. You're not talking about a lot of palatial mansions, even though there are some rather wealthy p- people. Yeah, you know, there are some pretty big places along the river, though. I, look, I, I was just calling you out on what you said. You said people need protection. I, gave I think you they an, do need protection. I gave you as an example and of somebody who doesn't have a police force in the town. There is no police force, but there is a state police department, um, what they call the stateies. And so, I mean, there's some kind They're of They're not base. exactly going to be a fast responder, though. They're no, it'll probably be 40 minutes before they ever show up, unless there's something really going on. Right. If you need mostly protection, what they do is they uh, they hang out in the air, the one area of town where the speed limit drops down th- the main road where the speed limit drops down to thirty five and they just hand out tickets. I, I think it's more accurate to say people want to feel safe. They want to feel protected. Whether that's the protection that's coming from their own efforts by you know buying weapons and training with them or taking you know uh, personal self defense courses or it's by hiring some sort of private security guards or some sort of twenty four hour security. There's different levels of uh, protection that people can afford sure, for themselves. But the, 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 the state police do provide a baseline. If I'm holding a burglar that I have caught in my house at gunpoint, um, in you know saying, "Hey, you move, and I'm going to blow your head off," and mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to wait here for the police to come, you know. They'll probably show up a little more quickly simply because, Maybe. you know, they, yeah. oh, my God, a, a, a free person is holding a weapon. You know, that they, the cops often don't like that. And so, you know, maybe maybe that's not true here in uh, rural New Hampshire. Never, this situation has never occurred for me. Whenever I'm dealing with the police in my general vicinity, I'm wearing a fire department uniform and, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's no problem at all. Right. But uh, do you understand the point I'm making? It's not necessarily that people need protection. They, a lot of people just want to feel like they are safe. And so some people are willing to take their own protection into their own hands, and therefore they don't need anybody else, or at least they feel like they don't. Uh, in some cases, people don't want to t- take that training. They would rather allow someone else to provide them with those services, in which case they can do that. In fact, Detroit's a great example where we're seeing the police department in certain areas of De- Detroit – has basically said, see ya, and uh, has uh, essentially inf- packed up and gone home. They, well, not entirely, but what they have done is they've informed the residents of the area that you won't be able to utilize our services between certain hours. Right. You, you can walk into our department and use our policing services from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every single day. If it's outside of those hours, too bad. You can still call 911 and hope that we'll come out to see you, but you can't actually physically walk into the department and be assisted by anyone. That's what they're doing there. And so as a result of that, people are arming up yep. and they're taking care of their own self-defense. Now, some people don't feel comfortable with that, so there are actually private protection agencies that have literally sprung up and are offering different levels of protection services to people. They'll come and they'll train people. They'll train them on how to use weapons. They'll train them on uh, neighborhood defense and you know neighborhood watch and that sort of thing. And they'll uh, they'll also come in and they'll provide those uh, direct services of neighborhood watch and protection and response and all of that. So and I think the criminals probably find out pretty quickly that um, you know they're far safer dealing with police than they are with armed citizens. Because safer I, dealing with police. Okay, criminals. So you, well, 
Why would you say that? Because I think because I think that if somebody feels threatened, some, you know, a regular citizen feels threatened, they're going to smoke somebody. And that's what's actually been happening in Detroit. Uh, more people are arming up and they are shooting back. I mean, they're not they, the police have abandoned them, and if they actually do call the police, it takes them at least a half an hour to come out to an emergency call. This is serious. I mean, this is a serious situation, and you, it's interesting to look at how the market responds to it. People look at the police and they say, oh my God, we've got to have the government to have police. But in point of fact, you don't have to have the government to have protection. The market will provide what people are demanding. That's what people in search of profits do. People who want to make money try to figure out ways to do it, and they try to figure out what it is that people in the marketplace are wanting, try to offer a product or service to those people and hope that they'll buy it. And if they do, then they'll stay in business. And if they don't, then, well, you know, it was a bad idea. And a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago in this nation, the heyday of this nation, uh, really, you know, sort of coming into blossom. Most places in the United States didn't have police. The vast majority of places didn't. Very few of the metros, New York City and perhaps Chicago. I'd have to go and, and look at the actual dates. But you know, I think it was the 1850s was the the first police department. Police departments in the Western world are relatively new. There were sheriffs, but mostly those were tax collecting bodies mm. for the king. Jimmy is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Jimmy, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, the way I see it is that uh, people arm themselves because of one reason. They think the police aren't going to show up. And what Detroit's doing up there to those people is a disservice to the public. Because if you have to get your own fire and protect yourself and the police aren't willing to do it, then I think you should have a beef with the governor or with the mayor of that town. Say, look, we're not going to put up with this anymore. You can't make money, though. I mean, Detroit's broke. I know it's broke. What do you mean you can't make money? You you can't. The the average citizen can't. I mean, if the government doesn't have money to keep the police department open. Then they just don't have money to keep the police department open. Oh yeah, I don't What's want the their beef? policing services. I, I would rather have the uh, the you know the marketplace providing. But the caller's things. claiming that you have a beef with the the mayor, and maybe he's right. I don't know. I mean, no, I don't know that anyone has taken this to uh, well, I any think kind of higher court. Well, I think the legitimate uh, thing to do in that situation would be to hold back taxes, because essentially, if the uh, the, the government guys are saying, "Yeah, we're just not going to provide you with this service," they're turning off streetlights around there. I mean, Detroit. Forty percent of the streetlights have been shut. Uh, actually, forty percent are non-functional just because they don't have enough money to fix them, and then another uh, 10% are going to be turned off. Uh, so if the government guys aren't supplying the services they have historically supplied, then I think it's time for the property owners there in those neighborhoods to say, to hell with this, we're just not going to cut these people a check. We're going to take this money, we're going to cut that check. What, whatever amount we would have normally cut to the city of Detroit, we're going to cut it to one of these private defense agencies. We're going to cut it to the people that are actually taking care of the streets or whoever it is that's picking up the ball in the absence of the city's failure. Jimmy? Yeah, in in my opinion, what Detroit needs to do is go to the governor and say, look, we're not going to take this anymore. And either you do something about it or we're going to go to the Court of Appeals of your state and we're going to appeal to them. Well, they've actually already been fighting yet, it out in court. We're going to go to the Supreme Court and appeal to them. They, well, they, they've been fighting it out in the Supreme Court, and it looks like the state of Michigan's going to win. The state of Michigan doesn't owe anybody in, in Detroit uh, municipal police to, police services. No, in fact, it looks like the state of Michigan may end up taking over operations of the city of Detroit with an emergency manager that they may end up bringing in. In fact, I haven't heard an update on that. You mean so. like the National Guard? 
I don't think it's going to be that, but... Uh, but You'll think it'll be martial law. I know, no, it's just going to be that. a spanking for the, uh, the the elected bureaucrats yeah, there the, that they can't run a, a decent city. Jimmy, thanks for the well, call, man. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. I'm interested to hear about that because it's actually been a couple weeks since we've talked about the Detroit situation. Uh, they were actually on the brink of bankruptcy and being completely taken over by the state of Michigan. So uh, I wonder if anybody has an update. Feel free to share with us your thoughts about whatever you want. Plus, a third grader has been strip-searched. Why? We'll tell you coming up. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 tunes. With C Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, LRN.FM, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, as we like to say here. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. All you have to do is dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. We're doing the live Saturday edition of this program. There's actually seven nights a week that we do this this show. Mark, you do the Sunday show. That's true. So uh, plenty of time for you to get your thoughts in about whatever's on your mind. We're the hardest working guys in radio. it's, It's radio. You don't really have to work that hard. Sit here. Uh, 855-450-FREE. But we're here, unlike a lot of talk show hosts that uh, only want to work during the weekdays. So we'll go right into your phone calls to start things out here. But coming up, a third grader has been strip searched. Why? Well, we'll let you know. But first, Joey is in Phoenix. Uh, Joey, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Yeah, yeah, this is Joey. Uh, Can you hear me okay? Just fine. Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm not going to release the uh, the doctor's name or, or my name uh, or specifically, but uh, pretty much what I'll, what I'll say is that uh, basically the situation is that um, I I have uh, I have uh, bipolar disorder mm. and uh, and uh, I take uh, a medicine. Um, and it's very mild and I take, I take this medicine and I work and everything else for the most part, or I try to work when I can. And, um, I take this medicine and, um, I went to the doctor and I've I've seen this doctor for about 10 years and, um, initially he, he was very lenient and would prescribe me what I needed and was flexible with sort of sort of me as a patient. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, he became more and more rigid and sort of my parent. And, and I really don't want this getting back to my parents either. And sort of my parents pay him because I don't have the, the money to pay him. And, uh, he, uh, he, so they pay him. So there's kind of. So he's kind of. Are you on Joey, your medication right now? Because it's really hard to follow. Focus what you're like a laser. What is your doctor wait doing a second, to you? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. 
how is it? What, what do you have in trouble following about what I'm saying? Okay, because I mean, at this point, Joey, I mean, over the course you of understand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Over the course of three minutes, you've said, I've got a doctor. I don't want my parents to find this about this. Two I don't minutes. want my doctors to find out about this. I don't want to find, you know, other people to find out. You haven't told us what it is. Told you what what is. You, what you did you call for? To the point of, uh, you've been kind of beating around the bush. I'm trying to something. get to the point if you just let me get Go to ahead. the point. All right. I'm running uh, a radio show here, man. Night, we we got to get to the point. Wait, wait Focus wait like a, a laser. You don't have any... All right. All right. Could you listen? Uh, so my point here is that uh, I've... Um, basically, he gives me a shot. That's a newer thing. Um, they give kind of a shot, a monthly shot. And um, and then the, la- the last few appointments, he's become more and more... Um, reluctant to tell me what he's even giving me. So that sounds kind of creepy. Abo- Why would you continue yeah, to go exactly. to this doctor? And and I've had other doctors before, and I, I've had many jobs. I mean, I was I, I'm former military. If you're, okay? if just to clarify something, yeah. Joey, if you're asking what? him what he's giving you and he's refusing to tell you, that's what you're saying he's doing, right? Yeah, and and, and I went to to him last time and. I asked him, what dosage is it? I had to ask him repeatedly, what dosage is it? And he wouldn't tell me. And I asked him over and over and over again. Why do you continue going to this man? I mean, if you are not satisfied with the service he's providing you, why are you coming back? I I don't have any. It's financial. My parents pay him, and I can't. So your parents wouldn't be willing to pay a different doctor who might be more upfront with you? No, I've asked them a million times. They won't. They won't. They won't pay for anybody else. I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, either you know, stop going to this guy. Uh, I mean, if you're uncomfortable with him, you shouldn't well, be going to him. And I don't know what. To, I don't really don't know what else to say. Mark, any ideas? For Joey? No. If you guys have any ideas for Joey, feel free to call in, and good luck, Joey. Thanks for the call. Uh, I don't know what kind of medication he's on, but clearly you know, not able to articulate very effectively. 855... May or may not have anything to do with it. It's tough to be on the radio, too. It is tough. 855-450-FREE is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, but you know when your medical options are limited, you know it's very difficult do? to be somebody with mental health issues. You know he said he was in the military. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Many people from the military are dealing with post traumatic stress disorder and these kind of things. But when you're dealing with mental health issues, people automatically assume, well, you're crazy, and your doctor must be doing the right thing. Now, I mean, the, the evidence out there is is that a great deal of the um, you know medic- medicines that are given to people with mental health issues are ineffective at best. So I question a lot of the diagnoses of these things. Also, I, you know, I think that there are a lot of names that people have come up for phases that people go through in their lives, or you know, ADD, ADHD. Is I think a lot of it's very overdiagnosed. Maybe there actually is something called that out there. I believe there probably is, but I think that in a lot of cases you've got bored school children that are being called ADHD simply because they're not being challenged. For instance, in the classes in which they're attending. I think a lot of people's uh, you know minor depressions can be dealt with with exercise. Yeah, I think there are a lot of uh, natural solutions that can be brought into play here. And, of course, the typical medical establishment, they don't go for that stuff. They go for pills and other you know, products that are not of a, uh, of a natural basis. And I find those disturbing. I know that a lot of these antidepressants can cause other problems. They have uh, effects 
that are very detrimental to one's uh, well-being, which I think is, could lead to more depression. Uh, but in that situation, you know, that's not an easy situation to be in. What no, would it's you, very difficult. What would you recommend for Joey? 855-450-FREE. He can't afford to go to the doctor. He believes he's got this bipolar thing, and maybe he actually does. And somebody wants him to get help. He may want to get help, but he's not satisfied with the doctor that he's uh, he's going to. So if he doesn't go to the doctor, his parents, you know, won't pay for the Or the, he's just crazy bill. and paranoid. You know, You don't know. Yeah. Let's go to Bill, listening in Oregon to KMed, Medford. Hey, Bill, what's on your mind tonight? All right, I already talked to you guys earlier. Oh, I thought I so. I'm sorry, Bill. We can't let you come back. There's only a one call per night rule here on Free Talk Live. We don't have a lot of rules, but only one call per hey, now, night. Wait a minute. I no, want we to can't wait a minute. But what you can do, I'm going to put you on hold. You can still hear us then. But what you can do is you can call tomorrow night because we do this thing seven nights a week. Yeah, and, you can call from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, you know, seven nights a week we do the show. Terribly sorry. It's it's one call per evening. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's it's nothing personal. It's just simply yeah. because you know if we let the same guy call back over. Over and over again, then it becomes the Bill Show, and this isn't anybody. This isn't the fill in the blank show for anyone. That's why it's not the Mark and Ian show. It's Free Talk Live, so you can call that's, in. Once that's why per people night. call and say they don't even know our names. Yeah. I don't remember which one to use. Whoever, yeah, who cares? It doesn't really matter who we are. What matters is what you have to say and what's on your mind. So eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. The, there's only there's one exception to that rule, and that is if we're on the phone with you and there's some sort of technical yeah, glitch. Yeah, So, you know, you get a bad cell, your call drops, there's some sort of accident where something screws up and we have to lose, we lose your call. Then in that case, you are always invited to call back and continue whatever conversation we're having. Uh, so 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll free line. But we can't, uh, you know, there's a certain... With each caller, there's no time limit necessarily to how long you have on sure. Free Talk Live. But most shows, if you're on for three minutes, you're a long call. That's true. And uh, you know, they we took three minutes business, trying to get that that guy just to, to tell us uh, to start his story. Right. They say in the business that a, a call lasts longer than two minutes. That's uh, that's a bad thing. I don't necessarily agree. I think that uh, certain calls can be very interesting for an extended period of time. But it just all depends on who's talking and what they're talking about. You know, you don't want to listen to some guy saying, uh, um, uh, for five minutes straight. That's not going to be very interesting radio. So there are always a variety of factors uh, coming into play on how long each call lasts. But we will put your call on the air and you will have a shot to get what you want to say out as long as you can actually explicate, as long as you can speak to us and be understandable and you don't sound like you've got marbles in your mouth or you know you're unintelligible so you we have to actually have to be able to communicate with you in order to have a conversation that's a general rule not the lecture series where we want to have a conversation with you ask questions etc 855-450-FREE empower yourself by trading with value visit don'ttreadonmeme.com browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on meme.com.
This is Free Talk Live, doing the live Saturday edition of the program, taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. We've got our webcam there. You can watch and listen and chat all for free. Cam.freetalklive will take you there. If you've got issues at your home with Wi-Fi reception, meaning that, uh, you know, say your you know, Wi-Fi transmitting device, your, your, your router's in one section of the house, but, you know, when you take your laptop to other sections of the house, it, uh, it doesn't work as well. Or maybe you've got two domiciles on one piece of property that uh, share the same internet connection. Or, you know, you could have a large house, you could have a, a you know, basement situation, whatever it might be where you have Wi-Fi reception issues. You really need to know about this device that uh, we're trying at my house. It's uh, called the Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. And this thing is stunning how it will change your life. Um, It is a device that allows you to get Wi-Fi reception for up to a mile. Now, I live out in the woods, and if I can see my neighbor's uh, you know, Wi-Fi internet, it's amazing. And I can see my neighbor's Wi-Fi internet. I mean, this is, you know, they're, they're across hills through trees. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And so, you know, I, I, it can go a very long ways. I don't know which particular uh, neighbors I can see on there because, you know, it doesn't have their address or anything. But uh, this is an amazing device, and it really will change the way you uh, use the internet in, if you, with your Wi-Fi. It's the Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3, and it's made by the C-Crane Company. If you're familiar with that company, you know that they make only the very best products. You can go to ccrane.com. I'm just going to give you the website because why give you a telephone number if you if you have internet if you have internet then you can go to if this is a concern of yours getting uh, Wi-Fi internet then you already have the internet so go to ccrane.com and get the super USB Wi-Fi antenna three it's an amazing device when you mention Free Talk Live when you're checking out after purchasing the super USB Wi-Fi antenna three at ccrane.com you'll get a free flashlight so just mention Free Talk Live it's a great way to get a nice little uh, pocket flashlight it's ccrane.com let's go to the phones and the fun later. First, Lynn, listening in Medford to K-Med out in Oregon. Hey, Lynn, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hi, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for being here. Um, Go ahead. I was listening when you were talking about the bipolar. I am bipolar, have been for about 20 years, and there is a very natural way to take care of it. No antidepressants, no medications, and, of course, not psychiatrists, because then they wouldn't have any business, right? Yeah, sure. tell me more. What, what's your solution? Well, uh, if you you can look at it and find out everything you want to, it's on the internet. It's truehope.com. True what? It's Hope. about it's it's just the words truehope.com. Okay. And tell me more. It started I mean, what... in it started in Alberta, Canada. My husband and I were up there for the past two months, and just happened to be the bed and breakfast we were staying at. The husband of the family is bipolar. And when he found out that I was, uh, he and his wife told me about it. I looked on it, and I called them. You can just, like I said, on the Internet, truehope.com. They'll give you the phone numbers and everything. And it's absolutely no medication. It's all vitamins and nutrients. And it costs probably $135 a month for all the vitamins that you need. And it's what does that compla- How does that compare to what you might pay for the bipolar medication, the actual you know, doctor-prescribed oh. stuff? One of the pills that I've been taking is $300 a month. That's Jeez. only one. I have been taking Wellbutrin, Paxil, and Tegretol. 
That's all. That all sounds very scary uh, to me. Now, tell me more. Now, this this product. Uh, and by the way, you know, this is not some sort of product placement or anything like that. I have not. No, no one here has evaluated this product or anything like that. Certainly, don't stand. We to, have no idea if it works, but, uh, but, but, you, but your endorsement is your endorsement. How long have you been have How long have you been on it now? Um, I've not been on it for very long, mm-hmm. but um, they they talk to you like every day, but. I was on a program very similar to this probably about 15 years ago through a doctor in Southern California, and all of my mental illness symptoms completely went away. Mm. I ended up moving from there and kind of got away from the program. So when I heard of this, it was very familiar to me, and that's why I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to you know, look into this. I should have never gotten away from the program because I did, and believe me, uh, the road for a bipolar is very sad. It's yeah. very sad. It, it works with, I mean, it, it causes marital relationships not to work. Oh, yeah. Um, Every relationship I mean, it, not it to can, work. Right. It can ruin your life if you don't have some way for help. And like I said, this is vitamins and nutrients. Um, my family doctor is an internist. Excuse me. And I, I move quite a bit. My husband travels in his work, and I travel with him. And so I... I see different doctors that he said. So are you still on natural, are you on all natural remedy right now, or are you still taking allopathic medicine? I'm, okay, I'm in the process of switching over. How hard is that? Is there like a weaning off process that you have to get off these uh, official medications? Yes, they, they work you through it. Every case is individual according to what medication you're taking and the strengths of what you're taking and how long you've been taking it. Interesting. Lynn, thanks for sharing that tonight. I really appreciate hearing from you, and hopefully our caller earlier was still listening. You'll be able to benefit from your suggestions. I hope Billy is listening. It's, like I said, completely natural. Thanks, Lynn. I appreciate it. Uh, And, and, you know, for anybody else that, you know, maybe not just this one website that she gave out, uh, thetruehope.com, maybe also start looking at uh, other options, natural, search Google for uh, bipolar, natural, Remedy. I imagine there are a number of different uh, competing choices out there, and I'm sure they all have their adherents and their, uh, you know, people detractors that, and their de- yeah, and their detractors. So always, you know, do your due diligence. Take the time to look into this. Usually, a good thing to do is uh, is look at the site and then look Google that site and ask for you know look for experiences, look for reviews, uh, people's experiences that aren't being posted on that one site because obviously you know TrueHope.com is going to post all the positive testimonials. Maybe there's some negative sides that we don't know about. Do your due diligence and look into it. But I think that you know people in these situations, if they can get off of these uh, allopathic remedies, I I I don't trust the medical establishment personally. I I have a real tough time just accepting whatever it is they tell me as, oh, this is the the only way out of this. You've got to take our pills. That kind of scares me. Yeah, so. you know, I mean, I I hear you. A lot of people, a lot of people say that they're not gonna, they don't trust anything that hasn't been tested and vetted by the the science that's required by the FDA. And I understand where they're coming from on that. But you know, the, with the amount of money it takes to get through the FDA, there has to be a huge profit margin for these companies and they don't right. want to Which test. Means there are very few options as a result in the you know allopathic medicine marketplace whereas these other companies aren't going through the FDA processes they're just marketing their products and they can only make so many claims about them but who knows what kind of amazing solutions there are that haven't made it through the FDA process simply because a company can't afford to put a product through that. Let's go to Mike listening in Oklahoma City to uh, KGWA out of Enid. Hey Mike. Yes I'm in Oklahoma City. You are, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, 
Uh, I heard a uh, young man, Joy, and uh, I'd like to make a couple comments here. Very good, sir. Uh, first of all, uh, you've probably heard this, and I've heard it many times. I've even been diagnosed bipolar. That's kind of a catch-all. When they can't when they can't put a finger right on it, exactly what it is, and I bet if you spoke with twenty people that's been diagnosed with bipolar, they'd all have different problems. Mm. But you're right about that. I know you got another point, so hang on, Mike. We'll bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. You can take control. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk, uh, Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free on the site. So head over there and enjoy them on us. And in fact, if you'd like, you can listen online. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband streams, different size streams. For different bit rates of internet connections, maybe you uh, you know got a limited signal on your cell phone and you still want to tune in, you can probably listen to the dial-up stream that way. So different uh, streams available over at listen.freetalklive.com, and they're all free. Plus, another free way to listen, over 100 great radio stations on AM and FM across the country. You can get the list of them over at listen.freetalklive.com. We are also available on XM Satellite Radio on two different channels throughout the week. Our webcam is available to you, as well as the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plus, we've got a free-to-air KU Band satellite channel for you as well. Listen.freetalklive.com to get the details. Our phone lines are brought to you by uh, SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business and you got into your business in order to do that business and you're not really interested in doing accounts receivable and collections and all that fun work, SACL CAI can do it for you. They'll do it in a manner that, uh, you know, where they respect your clients. They know that not only do you need to collect your money, but you need to keep your clients too. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. They've been uh, sponsors of Free Talk Live for a very long time. SACL CAI. We had a caller earlier tonight. It was Joey who had called in and he was was expressing that he's frustrated with um, he's got bipolar he's been diagnosed bipolar the doctor he's been going to has become less communicative with him he's not answering questions about what kind of a dosage and what medication he's even being given he's being essentially shot up with something that he doesn't even know what it is and i said well why don't you just walk away from this guy and go find a different doctor well it's because his parents are paying for it and they want him to go to this doctor and so he's kind of stuck in a very difficult position. And we've actually had uh, some calls. People call in because I said, well, what should Joey do? What? Well, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a naturopath. I don't know any of these remedies. What should I, Joey I have do? no experience with them. What What should, in your opinion, Joey, uh, be doing in this case? And uh, Mike had some thoughts on on being bipolar. Uh, Mike, you're in Oak, uh, Oklahoma City because uh, what was proposed earlier was a natural remedy, and uh, there probably are more than one of them available that you can look up online. Uh, but Mike, what did uh, what else did you want to share tonight? Well, like I said, I had been uh, diagnosed bipolar myself. Uh, I'm a veteran. 
and uh, the VA is the ones that diagnosed it. Uh, when they uh, took care of me, I was uh, kind of felt real bad anxiety and kind of really needed the help when uh, they helped me. Uh, took me in for a period of time, and uh, they took me up to where I was so happy. Uh, I, you could put me on stage, and I could put a show on for hours and not shut up. And uh, then uh, I get out of there, and they, uh, uh, I had several psychiatrists working with me in that area, psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, nutritionists, whatever. And then they put me uh, back with my regular psychiatrist, and uh, she started taking me off pills. Well, I could see why. I was uh, I was on top of the world. Like I said, I could go to put put me on stage. You know, I was ready to go. Couldn't shut up. So, so she's taking uh, you that, off pills. So you believe that was to make you feel worse? Well, no. The whole thing was was to get me feeling good, and then they start. Uh, bringing you to a level that uh, they feel that if they can take you off all the medication and you're okay, fine. Okay. But now that I've said that, because there's it, that's a catch-all. Like I said, it's uh, a lot of times when they don't know what it is, they say that's what it is. They'll, ca- they'll call it bipolar. Calling it bipolar. Uh-huh. Yes. Now. Uh, uh, for Joy, you heard him say he was uh, military? Former, yep. yep. Or ex-military? Yep. Well, if, if he's been in over six months, if he was in over six months in the military, he is classified as a veteran. And he, he can be a broke veteran, and that gives him complete access to the VA hospital and all of their medical uh, care that they can give him. At no cost. Well, that's a, that's a good point, and certainly that's one of the promises they made to uh, military members was that they'd be taken care of. So, uh, unfortunately, he's not here for us to ask him, you know, why he hasn't well, gone to Well, hopefully he's VA. listening, uh, and if that does pertain to him, it's time that he gets maybe doesn't necessarily let his parents and the doctor put Mike, him. I've got one more question for you. Sure. Were you always bipolar, or is that something that developed later on in life? Uh, I, like I said, uh, I had a real bad anxiety attacks, couldn't sleep. It's been going on for a long time. Before long the military? Was that was that going on from before you were in the military? After. Okay, so after. That's after. interesting. I, thank you for the call. I appreciate uh, the information. 855-450-FREE. The Stressful CA. situations can cause mental health issues that uh, can last you the rest of your life. That number, again, brought to you by SACL CAI. It's one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Let's go to Tim, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Hey, Tim. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, unfortunately, I don't want to talk about bipolar. That's okay. Talk about what you want. Anything you want. Oh, I thought you guys would be interested in talking about the ATF. As you guys know, Eric Holder and uh, the uh, gun-running trick that they pulled down in Mexico yeah. got one of our border agents killed. Well, in an effort to make up for that uh, atrocity, they've taken to harassing law-abiding gun dealers in the north. Yep. Hmm. Tell me about that. A but, uh, well, a buddy of mine, uh, a fellow... 
He's a Korean War veteran. He's run a gun store for the past 50 years. He is law-abiding, as the word the youth. There is no law he does not abide by, especially in New York, where it's very difficult to uh, sell guns, sure. and he's always been squeaky clean. So they send a guy into his shop to purchase a rifle. He says to uh, my friend, I want to buy this particular rifle. Uh, my friend looks him up on the Internet, you know, runs his name through the system, and it comes up that he has a felony. Mm. Can't sell you the rifle. Three days later, the guy that tried to buy the rifle and a woman come in. The woman said, I'm going to buy this rifle. So my friend runs him, runs the lady through the system. She's clean. Tells her the rifle. She turns around and hands it to her husband. In the store. Five minutes, five minutes later, here comes the cops. Wow. Wow. So, uh, you know, I, I don't see how he could really, I mean, I, I get, I get that there's, uh, you know, a guy in the store, and I suppose he's supposed to know this and that kind of thing. But, you know, what if he doesn't remember who it is? He's wearing a different color shirt. I mean, am I supposed to, is it now the law I remember who's Every who? customer who's ever talked to you? Right. I mean, now do you have to check everybody who comes in the store? Because what if I go in the store with my four-year-old? He can't buy a gun. I'm certain of it. Exactly. And they did it to my friend, and they did it to another fellow, Hammond. So is he facing another... federal gun charges of some sort? Mm-hmm. Wow. Called both of them down to Syracuse. Put them in, put them in front of federal judges. It's crazy. So this is pending right now. Men... This case is currently pending. Exactly. And both of these men are in their 80s. Jeez. Both of these men have been running gun stores longer than any of us have been alive. It's outrageous. And they run legal gun, you know, gun stores. Right. And how, and how many years in prison book. is he facing? Say again? How many years in prison is your friend facing? Uh, they have, uh, they're looking at about 20. He's, so it's a life sentence. I mean, he's going to be, if he's in his 80s, he's going to be dead uh, before he gets out of this <sighs> prison. And all of this happening while Eric Holder, the head of the government's uh, policing division, essentially, the, uh, the attorney general is the head uh, head cop for the country. All the while, he's been exonerated. I don't know if you heard that news, uh, but uh, sh- surprise, surprise, the Justice Department's investigated and they've determined that he hasn't committed any crime, so he won't be prosecuted for a contempt of Congress. Criminal How could contempt. the Attorney General commit a crime? He's just going to walk right away from it all. Tim, thanks for the call. I'm sorry to hear about your friend. I appreciate the information. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are next. It's not easy for an unknown person to get noticed in this busy world. Hello, I'm Brad Ryder. I'm a songwriter, and I have a couple of albums, one with a country sound and one that's Christian-inspired. I'd like to invite you to visit my Facebook page, facebook.com slash downbearmusic. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. My name's Brad Ryder, and my music is at facebook.com slash downbearmusic. And thanks for noticing. Saturday edition here with you tonight. It's Ian and Mark inviting you to the website freetalklive.com. We have a webpage 
that will give you resources that you can utilize to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations, get into more ears around the internet. You can go to promote.freetalklive.com, get details on how to get a free bumper sticker there. Plus, you can download graphics and high-res graphics as well uh, that you can use to do whatever you want with. Uh, Put them on your website or make your own logos, make your own t-shirts, whatever. It's all there for you. Flyers you can print out. Promote.freetalklive.com. Anything you can do to help Free Talk Live expand to more listeners, we really appreciate. So once again, promote.freetalklive.com. Right back into your phone calls here. Uh, And by the way, if we don't get you on here tonight, don't worry. We do this thing seven nights a week. So you can always call right back tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. And Mark and Stephanie will be hosting the Sunday edition of the show, and they'll be happy to take your calls. So we're going to start here with Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Kevin. Hey, I'd like to uh, bring this all about and just bring it to a personal level and then kind of tie in with what you were talking about with Detroit earlier. All right. I uh, have a co- have three cousins. Well, one is deceased, and their father married an individual who was very uh, – she was of ill repute, let's put it that way. And they went through – and it's, a pers- it's always a personal choice. And then you have a government that allows or, or – uh, people's bad behavior. So what happens is the three kids are then placed with the mother. She abuses them. And as we go through life, uh, 35 years later, one of the sons grew up to be a CPA, has done real well for himself. The middle son, who was abused because he looked like the father, uh, committed suicide, uh, was a troubled individual, severe drug problems. But all through his life, he received free welfare, drugs, whatever he needed. And then the third son um, has had some serious mental issues all his life. Hmm. So if if you look at it from a personal behavior standpoint, um, and then when the government enables you to uh, perpetuate this lifestyle, you then look at the police department who's overwhelmed because now magnify this by how many people out there are doing the same thing. Uh, when When we're not having a society that provides jobs for people, um, and then when the government enables them to, to go on welfare, et cetera, this is the end result. Yeah, it's, I can't imagine that uh, people that are on welfare and used to being taken care of like that are very healthy mentally. I, I would agree with that. Well, it, the, the lifestyle is perpetuated because you have so much idle time that you, you, do, you get into the drugs, you get into, and then they're the people that are break, break. And I want to make sure that we understand this. This is not a racial thing. This is a class. I'm as Caucasian as you come, and my my relatives are Caucasians, and when people have the path of least resistance, they're going to go down. Idle time is the work of the devil. And then when the government on top of it perpetuates this problem, and then, you know, then, then it's a matter of, well, we have to pay the police to protect us from the criminals. Well, how about going to the root source? And Great point. You only have... Go ahead, sir. I, I say great point. I mean, the, you're right. I mean, the police are just clean, cleaning up messes for the most part. They're not really stopping the original problem. And I think that uh, a generation after generation of, of people being on welfare can be really detrimental. Now, obviously, there are exceptions, right? So, like, if mom and dad are on welfare, a lot, a lot of times kids are going to break out of that and they're not going to do what their parents did because they don't want to experience that lifestyle. For in themselves. some cases, but some people are just going to do what they're, ta- they're taught. But absolutely. And in many cases, it's just going to continue generation after 
future generation. Of course, the the government yeah. benefits in the long run because, like you're saying, it gives them the excuse to ex- expand police powers. But on a larger level, the more people that are taking benefits from the government, the more supported the government is. I mean, the more the uh, you know the more likely people are going to say things like, "Well, we need to have the government because they take care of uh, of us." And as long as uh, as long as there are enough people out there that are on government doles, whether it be individually or a corporate corporate welfare as well. I mean, that counts too. Uh, as long as people are getting money from the government, that they're never going to vote to shut it down. They're never going to vote to make it go away. They're never going to take actions to uh, to change things uh, for the better for the rest of us. Well, look at the look at this point. Um, we're six generations into. We have a great great grandmother who may be seventy. Then great grandmother, grandmother, daughter, child, all are within that. So they've had kids every thirteen to sixteen years. Some have multiple fathers. Uh, there is no rule of law at home alone. How is there going to be a rule of law in the street? And you've got all these young kids out here running around causing all the crime because they they had, they know no better. Kevin, thanks for the call and the thoughts Thank tonight. You. appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to Reese listening in Yakima in Washington to KUSA. Hey, Reese. Hi, how's it going? What's on your mind tonight? Um, I wanted to comment about the bipolar conversation you guys were talking about. Yes, sir. Um, okay. I actually happen to be a, a dual disorder counselor. In other words, I counsel both mental health as well as chemical dependency, and so I work with this population that has either bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety disorders, depression, uh, hallucinations, as well as have a drug or alcohol addiction. Um, and I, I was listening a little bit to the lady talking about the neuropathic and uh, the homeopathic and natural stuff. And my experience is I've just never seen that stuff work. Hmm. Um, if it works for some people, that's cool. But my experience is I've never seen that work. Um, people who have just believed so wholeheartedly that that works usually end up at one of our two state hospitals. Um, it just, we've just never seen any research that shows it has any effect. Haven't they shown um, that example, uh, recently, didn't they do some kind of, I mean, there's a study that came out recently that the, the vast majority of people that have moderate to uh, light to moderate depression um, aren't helped by the medications either, right? Well, it depends on the medication and the person because it's, it's basically all brain chemistry. Um, one antidepressant, for example, may not work for one person, but it may work for another one because we're all individuals in terms of brain chemistry. Um, in some cases, it also so, kind of depends let me, on the Let me ask you this before we, before we go uh-huh. on. The, these chemicals, sure. wherever they get them from, exist in the world, yeah. right? They exist somewhere, yeah. They come from plants. They, they are manufactured, though. They, come they from... can be manufactured. Okay, they could be. Um, and, and I'm just wondering if you can get these plants, whatever these plants might be that, these in, you know, that contain these chemicals, in whatever quantity they might be in. You know, they, I mean, this thing claims that it's been reviewed in 17 medical journal publications, 14 peer-reviewed publications. I mean, I, This I, is the natural remedy that was being yeah, spoken the, the, of The earlier. one that this lady mentioned. I, I know nothing about it and am not endorsing it. I'm just saying yeah, I've not heard of it. I don't know. And I know that homeopath yeah. and naturopath are in two entirely different things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just, I mean, and I'm not a prescriber. I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a mental health uh, counselor, as all. And your experience um, is I mean, as valid I, as anyone absolutely else. Absolutely is. Uh, I mean, the yeah, lady who yeah, called I, earlier seemed convinced that natural remedies were working for her, and you say you've never seen it happen. So, I mean, everybody's yeah. got their own experience, and it's all entirely valid. But what would you suggest for Joey, who was calling earlier, and he's frustrated because he's got a doctor that's not telling him what he's injecting him with or what the dosage is or anything like that, and he feels like he can't go anywhere yeah. else. Well, um, I didn't hear what state he was calling from because I didn't actually hear that call. Seems I like Arizona. Work, but Arizona? 
Yeah. I think it was Arizona. Uh, but recall. it's um, the deal is is that no matter where he goes, whether it's private practice or community mental health agency like what I work for, um, there should be a client advocate or a patient advocate, uh, basically like the complaint taker. Mm. If you're not happy about something about your treatment or you're not happy about something with your doctor, you can go to that person and that person advocates for you. Um, saying, look, I, you know, the guys never tell me what it is that he's injecting me with, which absolutely he should be. Um, and, um, you know, and if there's something that he feels is not working, they should be able to talk about that and say, hey, you know what, I don't think this is working for me. Can we either adjust it to a higher dose or something different? And if he's not getting that communication with him, um, if it's a community mental health agency, there's got to be somebody over him, you know, like a, a team leader for whatever team this guy works. Reese, works thanks for the suggestion. Uh, I appreciate or, uh, appreciate the call and hearing from you tonight. Kevin is on the line listening in East Texas to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? Man, on, I, I just caught you all on, on the XM. I enjoy your show. Excellent. Uh, this privatization of, uh, privatization of these police forces, it brings to my mind a whole lot of legitimate questions is uh, where are they going to get the funding? I mean, uh, or, or who's going to be making, you know, the bylaws, and, and who, who are they going to be accountable to? It's a good question. And now, I think what you're talking about earlier was our discussion of protection services. I don't use the term privatization because it, it has a connotation that suggests that there will there will be a corporation that takes over the government police. That's not yeah. uh, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an open market in protection services where who pays for it? The customers pay for it, just like you currently pay for various different services and products that you buy from various different vendors and providers. So customers would pay for it. Um, yeah. What was your other question? Well, I just it was just ironic that y'all was talking about Detroit, and uh, that's where the corporation, like in the movie RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. That's where, that's where that was based at. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, you know, oh, like, the other question was the laws, right? So, uh, so in a yeah, in a, in who, a, who would be accountable in an ideal world? Have... Uh, in an ideal world, we would have no government public property. You'd have all private property. So each piece of private property would be, uh, you know, the rules would be set by the private property owner, and then the enforcers would uh, would enforce those rules. And ultimately, if you're breaking those rules, you'd probably be removed from the property. If you're hurting somebody then I think there's some extra steps that can be taken. But ultimately, I think that the rules should be very simple. Do no harm and honor your agreements. We don't need tomes and tomes and tomes of laws and regulations. More laws than a man could at. read in four lifetimes. Kevin, you can call tomorrow if you got more thoughts. We're out of time for tonight. Freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com.